podcast where I'm about to tell you. Huh? I'm Snapchatting right now. Can you fucking hold on? <laughs> God damn it. Hashtag Pride Month, hashtag Pride, hashtag Pride with Rainbow, hashtag Lesbian, hashtag Podcast, hashtag Lesbian Podcast, hashtag Queer, <laughs> hashtag. Hey, this is Katie from Dissenters and Rejects. I've teamed up with my friend and Lesbro Jay to bring you some more podcast magic with Lesbro Reels. That's right, humans. Welcome to the podcast where we poorly describe lesbian and queer movie classics so you don't have to. I'm Jay and I've spent the last 15 plus years watching hours of lesbian film and Katie, well, Katie's playing catch up. So hang out with us while we compare notes over beers and share the opinions that nobody asked for. Hey, it looks fancy with my bike shorts. <laughs> you look fancy as like up. I'll just do like they do on the like I'll be like I'll put on a normal shirt from the waist up and then unacceptable clothes on the bottom. Like it. I feel like every time we record, I look my absolute worst. So today I made an effort, and then by an effort I mean I brushed my hair, put on a shirt, and put on mascara. Good job. Proud of you. Because your girl's been bumming it. I just want to show you this kitten. Dude, come here. I want to show you my kitten. Show me your kitty. <laughs> Here's the kitty cat. <gasps> oh, you're so mean. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, what's his name? Von Doom. <laughs> <laughs> come here. I want to put my face on that kitty. Wow. <laughs> Very forward. I mean, my latest solo, my latest single, I mean. Okay. Pardon the rapper noise. I do need a piece of chocolate. Wait, why do you look so small? Not that it's like any of my business, but I'm like, why do your arms look so small? Because I haven't been working out. Oh, I meant that as a compliment. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you so weak? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. I don't know. <laughs> okay, he's such a cute smile. You got me smiling? I caught you, bitch. Damn. Good job. Normal. I never smile. Nobody makes me smile my own smile. <laughs> <laughs> Time to record. Time to record. Jay, this is just alright with me. <laughs> I told my sister the title of the movie we were doing, and she was like, wow, y'all are really hurting, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, no. Hey, we don't make the rules. I was like, this is one of the most popular ones. Sir, what? I'm so what? I'm so ready to rip this movie apart. <sighs> I actually learned some pretty interesting things about the director and such. Okay, I'm interested. Okay. Lesbro reels. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> mm. Oh, 
Do I even have vagina terms? Oh, you fucking noob. I know. It's okay. You I might have, have to look some up real quick. Oh, I don't like that one. Oh, I don't like that one either. My new mug is out to play. Oh, you bought it? Uh, fuck yeah, I bought it. Fuck yeah, you did. I think I would walk away from that mug at Target. If they would have had two, I would have bought us both one. But I found this on a random aisle where it did not belong, and I was like, well, that's kismet. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I have vagina terms now. Only I right. have web pages saved that have lists of words for vagina on them. And I'll never know. I'll never know the weird parts of the internet that you scour. And I'm okay with that. That's good. So. <laughs> I don't have a clicky pin this oh, fuck you. Yes, I do. Oh, mine doesn't click very well. Oh, here's a good one. Here's my good ASMR. Oh. Those are post-its. <laughs> Did you just make like a sexual noise to your post-its it's that movie it just got me so riled up i was like <laughs> i was watching like the second half of it and i was like jay's gonna watch this whole movie and then have to talk to me <laughs> like do you need do you need some time <laughs> no no i don't i'm ready to rip this movie apart okay what else is new one of these days, I feel like maybe I just need, even if I don't like a movie, I feel like I just need to pretend like I like a movie so that I don't just sound like I hate everything. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. It just is. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. We have to take what we can get. And it's slim pickings. But we made a deal that we were going to cover less queer culty films and more modern films that everybody seems to want us to watch and now I'm just like <laughs> like the culty low budget ones have an excuse to be shitty I guess because it's like A they're nostalgic like some of us grew up on those but also like they are older so they like didn't know better <laughs> right these it's like you don't have an excuse to be bad. Yeah. Girl Trash didn't have an excuse to be as bad as it was. This movie <laughs> didn't have an excuse to be as bad as it is. And it's bad. And their women are in charge of this movie. And it's still bad. Like, we're tired of great value brand lesbian movies. Literally. Stop giving me budget bin. <laughs> Queer cinema. Damn it. I mean, to be fair, I can't do any better. I can't write or direct or produce movies, but if I could, <laughs> try harder. Fuck. <laughs> I've been on one this week, too, so. Angry? Yeah. Like, Rachel and I had that conversation this morning. I was like, like, she and I are great, but it's like everyone around us is just, like, infuriating us. Like, we're not snippy with each other. We're snippy with everyone around us. And then we're just looking at each other like, why are we being so bitchy? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is wrong with us? Granted, we were on our periods at the same time, but it was just like any little thing somebody did, we were both like, oh. Dude, I've been so, so movie irritable. movie just caught me at the wrong time. <laughs> I've been so irritable lately, like this past few days. Okay, so like, it's not just me. Yeah. Something in the universe. Yep. 
something's in retrograde. What did I read the other day? This dude said, oh, I can't remember. Something was in Gatorade. All right. So. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this weird hair. I don't know what's happening here. It's good. So, oh, man, if I do that, I kind of look like the douchey girl from this movie. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Dallas. Like, her name's fucking Dallas. The only Dallas that I've ever met was super douchey, too, and I'm like. There's no way. You, you know, no offense if you're listening to this and your name is Dallas and you're like a sweet, humble person, but this is her hairdo. I'm just going to have sex with my girlfriend tonight and make it look like I really hate it with this hairdo and be like, who am I right now? <laughs> just look like super fucking serious. Like you have a job to do. Like I have better things to do with my time and I just need to bang this one out so I can get it over. And then I'll be like, who am I? Who am I? She would be so sad. I would never do that to her. Uh, okay. So before we dive in. You have some things for me? You got the goods? You got the goods. I always got the goods. <laughs> Good. Well, last time, you weren't proud of your chosen pro- pro- provina term? Pro- <laughs> My provina terms. <laughs> what? Um, I'm not going to lie. Not proud of them this week either, huh? I just... There's one that I kind of like because I think it's cute. <laughs> but I do... I just... I need to find better ones. If anyone is listening to this and they have good terms for vaginas that we have not used before, I would love Dude, to that hear would them. be good. And I would Knit. and I will credit them. My sister uh thought that I didn't credit her for the ones that she gave me at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think I did. Yeah. Well she definitely gave us prison wallets at the beginning. So that's her credit if I didn't <laughs> do that before. Okay, are you ready? Hit me with the giner terms. Plunge. One more time. Plunge. Like plunge, but with a C. I'm going to say that's probably not the one you think is cute, right? No. Um, <laughs> it, that it sounds was, terrible. It was literally on somewhere in the depths of the Cosmo website. Cosmo. Yes. Man, you really will do things for this podcast. <laughs> the link that I can go to. <laughs> Clunge. Hate that. Yeah, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of a plunger. Yeah, I, is that not the intention? I don't really get it. Uh, it's, I don't yeah, know. Okay, Let's move we don't it. approve. Not less <laughs> approved. No. No. Does not get the stamp of approval. <laughs> uh, this one's a classic. Fish purse. Why is it always some sort of purse or wallet? I don't know. I also love how you said that was a classic. Like, good old fish purse. (laughs) Old faithful fish purse. Everyone knows that one. It's a family favorite. It's been passed down for generations. (laughs) Fish purse. You know my visuals. Fish wearing a purse. Fish made into a purse. Purse made out of a fish. Fish shaped purse. Now I like it even less than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not? I never like the purses or the wallets. 
And I think that's mostly because it involves, you know, all, almost all of these are from the idea that a vagina is something you put things in. And I'm just like, like. <laughs> I mean, you you do, though. I know, but like. I, I mean, I don't know what you do. Like, from like, a ma- <laughs> like, I think of it from like a male, you know what I mean? I'm just like. Oh. Like, keep, yeah. keep, your, keep your stuff away from my purse, please. It's not for storage. Right. Okay, this one I like because I I feel like I would hear like a old like an endearing mom call it that I don't know you tell me bajingo <laughs> yeah like that mom that just cannot bring herself to use the <laughs> proper terms for genitalia I don't know I think it's cute I want to use it here's why <laughs> you gotta take care of your bajingo I just hear bojangles. <laughs> oh, jangles. Like, Bob Dylan would call your vagina the bajinga. <laughs> oh or it's God. also oddly close to Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just... That's our bonus term. Like, <laughs> that gave me feels in my Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And when you feel nothing, it's becomes like Mr. Feeny. <laughs> oh. Ew. Ew. Is that a dated reference? <laughs> I guess we should reevaluate the age of our average listener. I immediately runs to check demographics. <laughs> Let me look at our statistics. Real yeah, quick. anything older than Boy Meets World might not be safe. <laughs> Uh, Honestly, if you don't know who Topanga is, just unfollow us. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. kidding. We really need followers. Say, say, say. Tell your friends. <laughs> Google Boy Meets World. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> they tried to do a re, like a reboot. Wow, it was hard. Why? Why is it, that hard? Was it Man Meets World? It was Girl Meets World. Oh, okay. Not the same people then. Well, Topanga was the girl's mom. Okay, I was going to say, if there's no Topanga, I'm not interested. It's kind of like how they did Fuller House and, like, only a few of the original cast came back or whatever. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Scariest thing you've done this week? Ding! (laughs) Yes. I really want to get... That should be another thing we put in our notes is finally... Getting back with Mickey about maybe working on our jingle. I know. I know. I don't want to do it. Put it on your list. God, there you go. Fucking verbally topping me again. Okay. (laughs) Could you, like, please put that on your list? Only if you want to. (laughs) We stand consent. (laughs) Jingle. We record. I'm feeling like a real Dallas right now. Uh, don't even get me started because <laughs> that girl doesn't know the word boundaries. What is it? What did you say? Bound boon. What is this word? What is it called? I don't Come know. again? Okay. Oh, I have a, I know even for the, I'm gonna get ahead of myself. You have to, you have okay. to get started on the gayest thing you've done this week, or else I'm Reel gonna. Gonna, um, yep. I did finally take. I didn't take Nada. An Uber took me and Nada. I'm getting caught up on the terms. We finally went to a gay bar and like had 
a regular experience out in the world because we're both vaccinated, finally. Vax, waxed and ready to go to the Lesbo right. bar. Renneck, oh, and we made some random friends drunkenly. Yay, queer friends! Yay! Um, so the gayest thing that happened to me this week <laughs> that I can talk about. <laughs> I have um that group chat with like twelve queers on it, right? Or yeah, that's still Texas based. Yes. Um, it's probably like eight. You can take the girl out of Texas, but you can't take the girl out of the group chat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I literally was in my car before I left from work, and they had said random things about what was going on with their lives. I was like, okay. By the time I got home from work and checked it again, which was like 30 minutes later, there was a string of texts about my friend wanting to come out to visit for Pride, which is next month. To visit you. Yes. She was like, I want to go to Pride. And then it was like four people. They started making plans to come to Pride in San Diego. And I was Without like. Without you. Yeah. And then asking me questions at the same time. And I was like, I literally, like, I just looked away from this. I, all this, this all happened so fast. It was like, I would look away from my phone for a minute. And then I would look back and be like, what's happening? So the long story short, two hours later, there was a hotel suite booked and there were plane tickets bought. <laughs> nobody nobody gets shit done like queers gearing up for pride <laughs> nobody it's like no one there wasn't even a peep about this until a couple of hours ago yeah and you weren't even in the involved in the conversation <laughs> barely <laughs> they by so the like, time we were done they i'm glad you planned about, this <laughs> they knew more about the events going on than i did oh dude i was out for happy hour with a few gay friends a couple months ago same thing one person uttered pensacola pride and then the rest of happy hour was about pensacola pride which i had no intention of going to and i just kind of sat there and was like okay okay like i mean <laughs> sounds like you guys gonna have a blast granted none of them went to pensacola pride but <laughs> it was still just like you say out of town pride and people are just like all right yep which is it. so funny like but there's something about going to a pride outside of your own city that just really gets the gays ramped up. You really gayed it up this week. I'm feeling super gay. <laughs> you look it. I you like, have a rainbow glow about you. Oh, thank you. You're That's so like the welcome. biggest compliment. I followed like <laughs> a bunch of uh, local drag queens because I'm irritated that I can't find drag shows here really. They don't take Which is so funny because that's all you can find in Austin. Yeah, I was like every day of the week, and then here the only ones that I've seen have been like, make a reservation, make a reservation. I'm like you need to get on your drag game and have it every day of the week so you don't. Have to it's like it's become such a thing here now that it's like it's harder to find like non-drag show things to yeah. do, like brunch drag queen, comedy drag queen random barbecue restaurant drag queen like <laughs> we just have this huge abundance and it's great like i'm so glad because we're losing more and more gay bars so it's like mm -hmm. they're being embraced at other places and we have this i'm sure other cities have it but we have this thing here now called extragrams you know how there's like singing telegrams mm -hmm. you can send someone a drag queen performance to their house oh my god so if, if, it, if it was like your birthday and i ordered you an extragram a local drag queen would show up to your house and like socially distance themselves while still giving you like a full on like share performance. 
That's amazing. I know. I have I have not so subtly hinted at how badly I want that multiple times to multiple different people. Like not even people like that owe me anything or would like have any reason to treat me to anything, but I'm just like, hey, in case you ever want to give me anything, <laughs> send me an extra gram. Genius though, right? That's so that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. I know. And like I hope they employ some drag kings too, because like that would be yes. Cream oh. Anyway, well, I hope you find more drag queens. Thank you. Me too. And I'm like this close. You can't see this as a podcast, but it's very close to trying to get involved in the community in order to ramp that stuff up. You can't say that on a podcast? No, like I said I'm this close, but you can't see it on the podcast. Oh, can't see it. Like you I said, I can't say this on the podcast. And I was you like, can see how close I am. Like this. <laughs> But. I was like, I think you should say that. <laughs> You're getting involved in your local community, but you don't want to promote that on our podcast? I really want to, though. She was holding her finger, her index finger and thumb very close together. Yeah. Probably like half a centimeter. It is. <laughs> she close. <laughs> Does that make it my turn? Yes. What is the gayest thing that you have done this week slash month i know i haven't talked to you in a month huh so the last time we the last time we recorded i was like tiptoeing around like that i was seeing someone you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was still new so i wasn't trying to just like put all my shit out there or whatever if it doesn't work out like you don't want to just like talk about this all you need and you don't necessarily know that like the person well enough to like just put them on blast like that you know what I mean right. like hey, what are your feelings you know what I mean so I am no longer single I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a taken lady um and it's going great it's going so well that after about 14 and a half trips to Lowe's together <laughs> and building well and upcycling slash DIYing our own dresser together. I'm going to officially <laughs> participate in my first U-Haul. No. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> we will start looking at apartments next week. You know what's funny is anyone who listens to our podcast but doesn't know you is going to be like, Three movies ago, she was dealing with a breakup. Trust me, I think about those things. I thought about it when I started dating somebody new. I was like, somebody's going to think I moved on so fast. And I was like, Jay, the breakup was six fucking months ago. And who cares? Yeah, it's going to seem like I moved really fast uh, from relationship to relationship, which arguably I do. But uh, yeah. I'm Congratulations. I'm getting my, I'm U-hauling for the first time. <laughs> Everybody listening to this is just going to go, oh, oh, no. <laughs> you do so, you. Where are you guys going to move? Just going to get an apartment around here. Her lease is up next month. So is mine. So it was like, feel like U-hauling? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, that's, I'm feeling pretty gay. I'm happy with it. We've bought a bunch of plants together. <laughs> she uh, 
she went from not being interested in cats at all to being a full-fledged cat mom to my two fur children. And again, we've now built IKEA furniture together. So basically, <laughs> you're already living you know, together. You you're know what I mean? By this point, that dresser looks badass, though. I'm just gonna say, and my plants are. But yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> it's a little less on the exciting going out meeting new queer friends side, and a little more <laughs> on the like. I've been spending my Friday nights watering plants and and staining furniture side. Nice. And anybody who knows me knows this is all I've ever wanted in life. Well, congratulations and happy for you. Thank you. Because um, you guys knew each other in high school, right? Uh, she had a big, fat crush on me. I saw that. You when, when I was a senior and she was like a sophomore. Oh, um, so I have a oh known her God, forever. My dreams are coming true. <laughs> uh, it was so cute because back then she she tried real hard. And I mean, I just friend zoned her from the jump because you can't be a senior and date an underclassman. Right. Like you. Just, right. Of course. Like that's social suicide, even in the <laughs> lesbian world. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, we lost, you know, we lost touch when I left for college. And then I married a dude, and she slid into my DMs. Kind of went downhill from there. (laughs) She stopped shooting her shot because she clearly no longer thought she had a shot. But she, out of the blue, you know, you know how when you slide into somebody's DMs, you're like, they were in a relationship for a long time, but now I'm not seeing anybody in their pictures, and. Okay, well, they're like (laughs) working out and they look a little bit different than I remember. So, you know, I'm just going to randomly be like, hey, you've been on my mind. Just thought I'd say hi. Nice. Classic. Classic. I've called her out for it so many times. I've never actually slid into anyone's DMs. No? And I'm not just saying that in case my girlfriend's listening to this. (laughs) No, I I know the both of you well enough. Um. Yeah, I uh, she I ha I am guilty. I actually I had a TikTok crush for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Like big old TikTok crush. And um I slid into her DMs at one point after the breakup, after my breakup, and she had clearly just gone through a breakup. If I showed you this person, you would punch me in the face. Oh no. I ha- I finally outed myself to my roommate and my girlfriend the other night. I was like, all right, you guys finally want to see this? Send it to me now. And I showed it to them, and they were like, you can't be serious. I want to Like, right have now. you not learned your lesson? <laughs> I feel like that should give you at least a bit of a clue. Was she in the army? Okay. At Fort Hood, no less. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you were you just- You can take a right, jab at- right in the same pool. You could take a jab at what she looks like, too, if you'd like, mentally, because I'm sure you can. I mean, I have an image. It's that. Okay. <laughs> I just know what you're going to say or the face you're going to make. Oh, my God. I didn't even play the video. Jay. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Jay. I was I was looking to get hurt again. That's what I was looking to do. But I didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm so happy that Rachel's in your life. I know. 
and that I know what her name is now and that there's not so many Rachels in the movie that we're doing this time. <laughs> okay, so okay. are we ready to dive into this gym? I think we are. Tell me something good. <laughs> we're so good. Tell me that you like it. Okay. So, I feel like we got a few requests for this one, but, like, this is one of those movies, I feel like, when you talk to people in person about the fact that you have a podcast, this is one of those movies they ask, like, oh, have you seen this? Have you covered this? Or, like, if you say you have a podcast about queer movies, they're like, oh, have you done this movie? And it's like, what is with you people in this movie? (laughs) Yeah, I've fucking seen it. No, I had no intention of covering it on my podcast, but fuck. Dude, I told Nada, and she was like, I love that movie. Look, I have no room to talk on that. Honestly, I have no room to talk on that. I cannot judge Nada, but I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. I got, like, royally roasted for the fact that Clea Duvall in But I'm a Cheerleader was, like, one of my first, like, sexual awakenings i've had multiple people look at me like you mean that greasy girl on the screen with the short weird greasy hair and i'm like yeah that one like yeah also in buffy the vampire slayer in the first season just saying and in that god-awful movie the faculty oh my god i haven't seen that one ever where the teachers were like aliens or whatever yeah and they like disintegrate and it's gross they like they had the little stabby like they stabbed them with the something i don't remember alien things there have been so many different versions of body snatchers. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Snatch snatchers. Oh my god. No. Personal okay. story on that one? No, I was just like, you Snatch could definitely make snatches? a parody or like a really bad, like a gay bed and breakfast of terror yes. version. I feel of like body snatchers. Snatch. Yes. I feel like whoever made gay bed and breakfast of terror could like team up with trauma. And it would just be, like, the best, worst thing you've ever seen. Amazing <laughs> of the snatch snatchers. People should really listen to us because they could get so many good ideas. We give away so much free content, it's stupid. We're just... Uh, really, like, so I've yet point. I've yet to name this fucking movie. Right. But I have to. Yeah. So, we gave in peer pressure... Instead of just doing our little low-budge, comedic, classic, culty movies, we're doing these sought-after, modern, higher-budget movies. So we gave in and watched Below Her Mouth. Go ahead and drop your panties, gals. (laughs) Got your way. Fucking A. I did not... um... Because I watched it, like, a really long time ago. I don't think I watched the entire thing, though. I didn't remember there being so much sex in it. But I think it's, like, 50%. So, that's what not- Rachel Rachel kept asking. She was, that, she was like, is that one that's basically a porno? And I kept thinking she was getting it confused with Blue is the Warmest Color. But then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, no, she's probably thinking the right movie. No, it's, like, regular movie length. But, like, half of it is sex scenes. Which... Yeah. Didn't suck. Oh, we have different opinions. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I will say 
that it is, I mean, considering that lesbian sex is one of, or sex scenes is one of the things that we gauge mm-hmm. our scores on, it'll score high because there's actual sex in it. Yep. But I have, go figure, I have thoughts on the sex scenes. <laughs> Shocker, Jay has opinions. I and they're strong. <laughs> um, so I have some info. I have the dupes because all I literally didn't get past IMDb. It was made in 2016, and uh, I have the director and the writer's name. So, and I know who the main character is. That's about it. Right. So I also started at IMDb, and then I went down like a small rabbit hole that ended up in like um, indigenous language families. But we're not going to go <laughs> that far. All right. I used to be able to name all of the language families in the U.S. and Canada for indigenous peoples. Um, You're my favorite kind of nerd. <laughs> Thank you. You're in, like an inclusivity nerd and like a history nerd, and I just think it's the greatest. Thank you. I can't name <laughs> them now because that's not information that generally comes up in regular conversation. Oh. And I don't talk to people anyway, so use it or lose it. But between this and dissenters, you're like, you right. have to sprinkle it in, especially on the dissenters podcast. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot of kids. All right. Talk to me. Um, so it was directed by April Mullen. It premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival in 2016. That adds up. It was recorded and filmed in Canada, so that adds up. Yeah, and like all the main people were Canadian. Yeah. Um, it starred Eric or stars Erica Linder as Dallas, our favorite, and <laughs> Natalie Krill as Jasmine and Sebastian. I never know how to pronounce that last name. Is it Pigo? I didn't even look that far. Um, I was like, Ryle. who cares what the dude's name is? Yeah, there's. I I did like that about this movie though, is that there's very few dudes. Yes. Yes, and they don't play a huge part. Right. I love. Same. Um, it was written by Stephanie Fabrizi. They're all Canadian. And the part that I got excited about, have you ever watched Winona Earp? You know, never. I went on a date with a girl who was like, you have to watch it. And I was like, do I? It's and then I'm those, like, I think I do. It's one of those, I feel like there's all these sci-fi shows that are really bad, but they're really good at the same time. That's what I've heard about Buffy. this one. And it's just like, I, you have to. You have to watch That's what it. I've heard. Um, but I will watch it. I love it because I love Letterkenny. Yeah, <laughs> I do know that about you. <laughs> and it stars, um, oh my God, what's her name in Letterkenny? It's like on the tip of my tongue, but I just completely blanked. You could say any name and I would be none the wiser. The dude's sister? <sighs> no, not her. <laughs> her name is Katie in the show. You forgot that? No, I'm Winona Earp's name. Miss Winona, Winona Earp's name is not. Okay, we're going to cut this whole part out because I can't remember. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Anyway, Winona Earp. April Mullen actually directed like four episodes of Winona Earp. Oh, okay. Yes. And Natalie Krill. Jasmine and Sebastian, her fiance, were both in a few episodes of Winona Earp. Okay. 
so I thought that was pretty cool. I was really? curious. I was like, I'm. I wasn't sure how they, how we were gonna bring these together. Yeah. And I wonder how many people in Winona Earp are Canadian now because um, I know that the star of the show is Canadian and she's in Letterkenny and they're all Canadian. So I'm like, yeah, there's got to be some part of Canada that's like their Hollywood. Yeah, because I just know. love how those shows they're always like. And every single person in Letterkenny is in Supernatural at some point. Weird. Yeah. Because those guys aren't from Canada, are they? I don't think so. I don't either. I'm pretty sure they have a brewery. That one dude has a brewery here now. Texas. Yeah. Yep. I don't care about the other dudes, so. Yeah, who gives a shit? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. April Mullen. The director is mixed, and this is why I fell down this rabbit hole, because she's mixed. Anishinaabe? I think, which is just, they're like culturally related ind- indigenous peoples that are in like Northeast US and Canada. Okay. She was actually in a few episodes of Scare Ta- Tactics, which now I have to go back and really. Me and Nada keep watching Scare Tactics randomly. <laughs> oh, random. Laugh so hard. I haven't watched that show in so long. <laughs> Me neither. And then I was like, I have to. Um, so She's just like one of the like actors that plays, you know, like. They're part of an alien abduction or something. She plays herself. I don't know. I have to go find them now. How random. So I just know way too much about April Mullen now. Great. Um, but she actually, I was reading an article that she wrote on, I think, moviemaker.com. And she was talking about the choice to have a fully female crew, except for like two people that were um, really experienced. For this movie or like on all of her projects? For this movie. So she, like, That's the way I would it. want it if I was filming. Yeah, and she really talks actress. about like um, them spending a bunch of time with like the cast and getting them really comfortable so they would be more comfortable performing their scenes. And she even goes into like the color palettes that they chose for the different actors and the different scenes. And I just thought it was a really interesting article. Which is funny because there's like no color. <laughs> there is though because Dallas, Erica Linder... In her, like, apartment and all of that, they had a very specific, there's a lot of, like, reds and blues. Oh, okay, I thought you meant in their wardrobe, and I was like, they oh, pretty no. much wear black and white the whole time. No, just in, like, You're based on, the lighting okay. of the scene. Understood, yeah. understood. Yeah, that, that second apartment is great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah. I'm also, like, we'll get into that later. There was something that I noticed that I was like, come on. <laughs> um, anyway, so it stars Erica Linder as Dallas. And she's, she's like in... the only person I know anything about, and even that is minimal. Okay, what do you know about her? I started following her on Instagram years ago. Of course she did. Like before, right. <laughs> Either before, I, I'm pretty sure it was before this movie was even a thing, because again, even being married to a dude, like it was one of these these things that's like, how do they not know? Like <laughs> I, followed, they know? I followed every like major queer influencer and um, I think she still uses she, her pronouns. I don't think that I, okay. I was like, I'm not going to overstep if I use she, her, um, she's been Richie Phoenix on Instagram forever and ever. Mm. And I started following her years and years ago. Cause I'd like, she's got a jawline for days and just does these really high fashion androgynous photo shoots and just this great body and fucking piercing blue eyes. So yeah, fuck right. me up. Right. <laughs> like, you know. So years ago I started following her and the first time I watched this movie, I knew nothing about it, but everybody was talking about it. And I watched the movie for the first time and I was like, that's that chick from Instagram. 
Like, yep. what the fuck? Um, so that's about that's about it. That's about all I got. Yeah, she actually started out her career modeling men's clothing. Yeah. I read that she was the first woman to appear on both women's and men's agencies' boards, like, for yeah. modeling. Um, but she is Swedish. In case she so didn't. that part was true. But I need to go. I'm going to go find a picture and probably post it. But it said that her debut was in 2011 in Candy Magazine. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. What's weird is that I feel like Google should have come up with a lot more results when I googled Candy Magazine, but it's like a trans magazine, kind of. Oh! Lady Gaga no. was on it. Like, Huh, maybe I would not, recognize it if I saw it, but... But in that magazine, she portrayed Leo DiCaprio. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I would be into that. that. I will always and forever love young Leonardo DiCaprio, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. <laughs> like, him and Romeo and Juliet, like, still fuck me up. Him and Claire Danes both. Fuck me up, bro. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I looked up those photos, though, and, like, I found a couple, but now I have to go back and find them because I exited out. But I was like, oh, my God, you do kind of look like Leo DiCaprio. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested. You can send those my way, too. So the only other person we actually care about is Natalie Krill, who plays Jasmine, who is also Canadian. I didn't find that much information on her. She has a bunch of, like, random roles, like, in TV shows and stuff. But she's also in Molly's Game. Have you seen that movie? No. I think I started watching it, but I wanted to finish it. But it has an actress that I really like. Queer movie or no? No. No, I don't think so. Check it out. Okay. It might be good. Possibly. Okay. I'm just, like, letting you finish your serious stuff before I just start talking shit about I'm being serious. Let us begin. Okay. So, here comes Jay to give all of her unsolicited opinions. So, Dallas and Jasmine, main characters. Uh, Yes, Eric Linder is good-looking. Oddly to me... She was really hot on Instagram, not so hot in the movie. I'm like, man, you know your angles and photos. <laughs> I felt like she was the uh, great value version of Kristen Stewart. Dude, I was getting Kristen Stewart vibes so much. And Jasmine, uh, she is the great value Megan Fox. <gasps> oh my God. Am I wrong? Okay, I'm gonna But now do we kind of want to see a Kristen Stewart Megan Fox duo? Cause that we could be hot. Do we? We do. We want. <laughs> I feel like so- some personal stuff came up for me in this douchey main character. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. So, again, we got the great value version of some other people. Nod to girl trash on that one with the great value version of Shane. We open right up to a sex scene in this one. That's our that's our first immediate cut to the chase, I'd say. Dude, I, didn't, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I mean, like, immediately you get moaning and bed squeaking. And you're just like, oh. Dude, but I've seen this before. I just hadn't seen it in a long time. I was like, she clearly doesn't want to be there, though. That sex scene was as bad, if not worse, 
than watching Rachel Weiss's character fuck that dude in the bar bathroom in disobedience. Dude, like yeah. you're just like, ugh. Like, like when is it gonna be over? Not only does she look like she doesn't want to be there, she looks like she's kind of hate fucking this girl, which like I guess in retrospect, like looking back, maybe it was I mean, like, maybe it was sort of that. But it's just like I hate I I did like it that is the opposite of a turn like a sex scene that would turn turn me on anyway. I was just like, ooh, yeah. You, like just stop. Like I do not like it. But then it goes, I was like, this is so lesbian because it opens up like sex breakup immediately like that's the first things that you yeah it's like that girl comes asks her asks dallas if she came and she says a bit which first of all (laughs) what and then second of all is there a measure she follows with that with i'm moving out (laughs) not only did i just hate fuck you and act like i wasn't interested to be here i'm gonna tell you to your face that you didn't get me off and i'm gonna tell you i'm out (laughs) I'm packing up my shit and I'm leaving. I'm pretty sure I've dated this person. (laughs) (laughs) The chick, so she's got it. I guess you could call this girl her girlfriend. Like, this girl fully seems to think she's Dallas's girlfriend, but, like, that doesn't seem like a shared expectation. Yeah, well, I don't think, I don't think Dallas thinks that's her girlfriend. It was very clearly a breakup. Because she was like, like, I got my own place. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I just feel like they're painting that picture of Dallas being like a non-committer. Because I, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's being that fuckboy. Like, she's being that person who's like, it's not me, it's you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so she's, (laughs) they paint her out pretty closely to be a douche. It really bugged me because the girl started asking her, like, what's wrong and she literally says, don't start getting hyper. I know. And I was like, who the fuck says that? What does no. that even mean? What does that even mean? I can't tell you how many times I thought that in this movie. Like, wait, what did that? How, what? Like, there's so many lines in this movie where you're like, who wrote this shit? What are you talking about? Like, and you know why that's also gross? Not only because it's like, who even says that? But secondly, it's like, what in the like? misogynistic bullshit was that like when men are like don't get crazy and you're like what don't fucking gaslight me bro yeah like uh, like she's a total dick she's a dick dallas is a fucking dick from the jump she's she could be she could care less about having sex with her actual girlfriend she totally shuts her down and then and then tells her not to get hyper when this girl is having a relevant reaction yeah to this whole situation she's fucked like checking in on her to see if she's okay yeah um the acting is bad (laughs) i'm just gonna say it we were all thinking it (laughs) the acting's bad dallas is really bad but her girlfriend in this opening sex scene her acting's bad bad remember it well enough to comment on it i'm just gonna take your word for it you can revisit it if you'd like but it's true (laughs) i promise (laughs) it's like it's like degrassi acting (laughs) like i could not watch that fucking show kid dramedy series acting like they just don't have a hang of it yet you know like that's kind of how it feels it's almost like they're like making sure they're standing on their mark and like 
they're like delivering the line without the right emotion on their face. And you're there's like, so little dialogue in this movie, though. I was like, it's not going to take us that long to get through. No. And the only thing that's going to give us meat and potatoes is that a lot of the dialogue is fucking stupid. It's confusing. It's very easy to, to, to roast it. Um, I also feel like... <laughs> I feel like they're trying so hard to... I'm so over this lesbian character, I could scream. Like the douchey one? Yeah, like, okay, we get it. We get it. First of all, we're still not really getting masculine lesbian representation in movies. Like, we're still not really getting it. But when we do, they're always, like, the aloof, douchey, treat-you-like-shit womanizer, misogynist trying so hard to be rough around the edges. Yeah, I know. It really bothers me because it's like, you know, there's a difference between fearing vulnerability and not wanting to be committal because of, like, things that happened in the past and blah, 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 and just not giving a shit about the people that you're actually supposed to care about. Like, the way she treats who I'm assuming is supposed to be her best friend is shitty. Oh, oh, uh-huh. like just everybody. You know? I really bothers all, me. I'm not like I'm not a masculine presenting person, but I could imagine being frustrated. I get frustrated by the way that feminine women are represented in queer cinema, but it's really frustrating watching the way that they represent more like androgynous or mm-hmm. masculine presenting people because it's always the douche. When in reality. If you think about the more masculine presenting lesbians that you know, what are the chances on a scale from one to a hundred percent that they are the softest, most emotional, right, soft little titty babies that you know? You know what I'm saying? I know I'm like overgeneralizing, whatever, but I could imagine being mad because it's like if you're getting ready to like get your feet wet in the lesbian world and you're like, Well, I don't want to go for any mask girls because the ones in these yeah. movies are gonna treat me like Shane. You know, it's like which is okay, there are there are there are douchey people no matter how you identify. Yeah, but I don't see a lot of this. It's like okay, you're afraid of commitment. You don't want to be vulnerable. You deal with it by drinking and trying to get laid. It doesn't mean that you're gonna be fucking shitty to the people that you care about. No, and it's like it's always. It's always the princess and the busboy, like you said. Yeah. It's always that. It's always the person from the wrong side of the tracks. Like, she's a roofer in this mm. movie. Like, she owns her own roofing company, but they still want to make sure she's, like, rough and tumble and, like, from the wrong side of the tracks and, like, yeah. had a rough upbringing. Which is funny because in lesbian books, like, in lesbian romance books, it's always extremely successful, wealthy women. It's huh. the other way around. Like... I've Again, when do we just get believable characters? Yeah. Can't they just be like a bartender or like Right. <laughs> right, like not a bartender because they've had it rough in life and and couldn't make a living and now that this is what they have to do for money, like actually just like a livable job, like a regular like they person. choose to bartend because that's just <laughs> what they chose to do. Like fuck. You know? And, like, they're not being saved by some CEO, some editor of a fashion magazine. That's what this girl's fucking job is. Let's make her super feminine and let's make her, you know, whatever. Let's make her job super feminine as well. And let's make Dallas's job super masculine. Right. Because, of course. Right? Which, like, 
don't get me wrong, I'm into it. But so I'm gonna sidebar. I want I was gonna say this later on, but I'm just gonna say it now. I feel like this is a very straight washed queer movie. I feel like everything about this or so many things about this scream hetero love story. There was actually some of it was based on a relationship between two of the crew members. Is that right? Was it a hetero couple? Female crew members. Oh, a lesbian couple. Because it screams hetero to me. So many things about the dynamic. I mean, clearly it's two women in love with each other, but the way that they write this story, which is why it was so surprising to me to see that it was written and directed by females and queer women and women who have had any involvement in any other queer stuff. Like, I was like, huh. I was definitely expecting this to be written by heteros or dudes because I was just like, this story to me is like a steamy romance novel that your, like, spinster aunt would read. Dude, yes. I just, it wasn't for me. Like, it's not believable. They try too hard. It's very straight washed to me. I'm just like, but at the same time, I feel like this is what straight women want to believe that lesbian love and intimacy is like. And yeah, it's not. In that article, they were talking about trying to focus on like a female gaze and you know, what turns them on is women, not what, like, men would like to see. And that didn't translate blah, blah, blah. to me. But I also feel like when queer people are creating, you can't help just because of, like, the life experiences that you've had. It's going to be a reflection of what you've seen and what you've experienced, which is... That's what I feel like we were fed. Yeah. I feel like we were very much fed what other movies have done, yeah. not based on life experience. Is that, I mean, was that, did you have a similar feeling or? There was, and I kind of want to get into it when we get further into like. Yeah, I agree. We haven't even had. But there was some stuff that I definitely recognized that I was like, would not fly today because of current understandings of gender and media and how that works. Yeah, I just, I just felt like I was trying really hard. So at that point, I mean, we haven't even gotten past the opening sex scene really, but. At that point, we've met two characters. We've met Dallas, and I don't even think we name the girlfriend who she's having sex with and then breaking up with. I don't remember um, her name. And insulting. I don't know that we. I don't know that she gets named. Um, she might get named later. Maybe. But yeah. I don't remember it. But I just feel like they they tried very hard to shove it down your throat of this like tough guy. Yeah. Because the next scene is the the girl the getting in her calling. car. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So Natalie is coming out of her house, getting into her car, right? Jasmine's character. Jasmine, sorry. That's right. And Dallas is on the roof with the two guys that she's working with, and the guys are catcalling Jasmine. And then instead of stepping up as a woman and being like, hey, that's disgusting, she engages. She says something like, not to Jasmine, but she says something like, I would take her for a ride because they were talking so about So that's what it is. She's getting into her like little Mercedes or whatever. And the guy's right. like, hey, do you know why women love roofers? And like the joke never gets finished. And then they're like, she starts her car and they're like, can I get a ride? And then, yeah, Dallas leans over to one of the guys and is like, I'd give her a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and then later that night is the next scene when she's 
painting her nails or Jasmine's painting her nails and her fiance is asleep and she paints his nails. And I'm sure they wanted that to be some deep nod to her secretly wanting to be with a female. No, but it was a weird fucking scene. Yeah. You know what got me about that though? Is that fucking reaction? Yes. Because that's like a goofy, a goofy thing that a girl might do is paint. I was like scared. He was going to put his hands on her. Like as a, you know, as a prank. But the thing that got me is that she, he's asleep. She paints his nails. And then later she wakes him up by sitting on top of him and like trying to get him to fuck a little bit. Right. And then he sees, he's like into it for a second. Yeah. He's like putting his hands near her, her crotch. And then he's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well now I feel emasculated. So I can't like fuck you because, but I'm like, dude, you have this extremely hot woman straddling you wanting it. And you're like, oh my God, I can't because my nails are a color. Yeah. Take that shit off. And she was literally getting catcalled earlier that day and didn't say shit about it. But he's like, oh, no, I feel emasculated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't love that scene. I don't, I just, I didn't like how aggressive he got about it, but I'm also a man hater, so who knows. But I feel like there's relevance. I mean, like, I feel like there's plenty of dudes out there that would be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're. Egos are so fragile and their fucking dicks are so small that they can't, you know, polish. You know what I mean? But yeah, I definitely feel like that set a big tone because she, after that scene, like he basically ends up pushing her off of him and like leaving the room or whatever. And she just kind of slumps back on the couch with that look on her face. Like she's hurt, you know? She was just trying, like she just thought it was funny, you know? And he like freaks the fuck out. Ryle. That's his fucking name. Ryle. He got all riled up. He got a little riled up, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> so, do we meet the room? Do we meet Dallas's roommate? I guess because now she has a new roommate. Plate. It's just her friend that comes over. Oh, so it's her own place. Okay, you're right. You're right. It's yeah. a studio apartment. She lives there alone. Right. So she's in her new studio apartment, and her like best friend shows up, who's a little more feminine presenting, or at least. She's dressed that way, yeah. but later on, around this time in the movie, she says, like, I'm in high heels, I curled my hair, I put on makeup, like, I'm in girl shit, like, mm-hmm. you better make this night count. So, I don't know if that's her way of implying, like, usually she's a little more masculine presenting, but, like... Probably, like, she just doesn't try as much as she It's does. out of character for her. Yeah. So, she's trying tonight, and... <laughs> Is there a part in this scene that bugged you at all? Because there's a part in this scene that bugged me. Wait, inside the apartment or at the bar? Inside the apartment. So they're introducing the new character. Whatever, we got it. She's got her best friend. Her best friend's also gay. Talking about when the ex-girlfriend calls? Uh Uh-uh. Which part of this scene? Didn't love that either. This this is before they go out, right? They go out and then they come back to the apartment. She's got her strap on. Oh, like like a box thing. Hanging on like a coat rack. First of all... Put that shit away. I mean, she lives alone, I guess, but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like that's relevant. Like, okay, we all have sex toys, but we're not just like, ooh, look at my sex toy. Like, look, I bought some new stuff. And then her friend She pulls it out and, like, dangles it over her head to show her best friend. And she was like, I got something new today. And the friend's like, I like to boil and reuse. And she's like, nope, I'm starting fresh. And I'm like, that interaction would never fucking, like... Maybe it would, but in my world, 
like we all just accept that each other has sex toys but we don't just like go gallivanting around the house like look at the new one that I bought like <laughs> and then like to be so douchey to be like mm, I just reuse mine like <laughs> we don't do that it's not my experience it's not an experience that I've had but I was like I mean, I guess I can see friendships where people would have that conversation. I don't think it's as much the, like, I do, it's not my experience to show off the sex toy as much as is as it is the conversation they have that bothers me. Because, yeah. again, that seems, like, male douchey to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the way that men would talk about, like, using a woman and throwing her away and, like, bragging oh, yeah. about it or whatever. Like, that's just kind of how, like, that's, like, the vibe I got. So I just, like, I just get hella douchey vibes from this movie. I mean, I got douchey vibes from the whole thing, so. Yeah, it just. So, yeah, that's that's their interaction before they go out is uh, chit-chat about the, <laughs> the newest strap-on. And goddamn, I think the strap-on is the, the secondary main character of this movie. <laughs> there's the strap-on and the. Okay, so there's Dallas, Natalie, the bathtub, and the strap-on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, those are the main characters. I have never seen so much strap-on. You never see strap-ons in movies, ever. Like, ever. I have, like, I have thoughts <laughs> about the strap-on oh, character. Do you? I knew. I think I have a whole half of a page about this fucking strap-on. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, good for, good for representation. Yes. Because, again, we always complain about lesbian sex in these movies because it's written and directed by men a lot of the time. And it's like, that's not really how it works a lot of the time. But then there's also times where I'm watching strap-on sex in this movie and I'm like, "Mm." yeah. Okay. More on that later. (laughs) Right. Um, So then they go out to what they call girl parties. Yes. And this scene bothers me when... Because I was like, that's extra douchey. And that's why I was saying that they make Dallas out to be, like, really inconsiderate of the roommate and the bartender. Yeah, because her roommate's like, okay, well, you can, like, back off if I'm interested in someone. Like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you don't get it. And I understand that you're saying, okay, you don't get it because she's clearly into me and you can't change that. But it's like, you, I mean, you definitely find out later that she has, like, a string of women that she can just sleep with and throw away. Yep. So it's like, you don't actually have to sleep with everyone that's attracted to you. 100%. Crazy. But when you're in an insecure, self-hating person that needs some sort of validation, external validation, you're going to stick your fingers in anything. Yeah. But yeah, th- so they get to the bar, and the best friend literally says, firsts on the bartender. Because they're already making eye, like, Dallas and the bartender are already making flirty eyes at each other. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I guess calling firsts in a way isn't out of character, but it also kind of is too. Like, it's not. I I feel the way that it was said was douche, but I've just already, like, I've already just already started thinking they're total douchebags, but like, it's not out of character to be like, okay, like, look, I've been trying to play the long game with this one, like, whatever, whatever. And it's not on, it's not out of character for lesbians to go after somebody that their friend is interested in it's not out of character in yeah. straight world or otherwise but i think it was just like the first thing instead of just saying like hey i've been like i've been trying to get at this girl for a while because when she says first on the bar or dibs on the bartender it's like 
You don't know that she's been trying to get this girl. So I was just yeah. like, I just hate They say it pretty quick, though, because I've definitely seen, like, friends saying, okay, dibs, because they've already seen that person more than just that one time. Yeah, definitely. They already established that basically Dallas doesn't give a fuck yeah. that her friend is interested in this girl. Like, you already know in that moment she's going to fuck that bartender. You already know. And that she doesn't care about her either way. She's like, just like she's gonna anything. do it just to have sex, just because she can. Yeah, she's gonna hurt her friend and potentially hurt this girl, and she don't give a fuck about it. Douche. And then in walks Jasmine and her friend. They are, I guess, just having a just because girls' night out, and they're in their like expensive looking, form fitting dresses, and they're like walking to some destination, but then they're like. Ooh, what's this place? What are all these girls doing in here? And you can tell you don't realize it until later, but like the friend is way more comfortable with what's going on than Jasmine is. But then the later, friend's super into it. Yeah, but then later in the movie, you realize Jasmine's uncomfortable because that's been a part of herself that she has suppressed for so long. That she's I am like, glad they did it that way. I don't want to go in here. I am like, glad they they did it that way instead of it just being. A straight girl experimenting. Yeah. Me too. Very glad. Well, we learn more about that later in the movie, but I agree with you. It was at first I was like, oh, this is just about like a straight girl being like, oh, no vaginas and boobies. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, I kind of, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Yeah. I appreciated the. I, I agree. I, I was, I felt the same way about that. Oh, can I backtrack? Yes. There, this movie has a lot of stupid one-liners. Dude. <laughs> This whole, like, bar thing. There's even a bad one-liner before the one in the bar bathroom. Okay. Because <laughs> I think we're going to talk about the same one. Yes, we are. The friend the friend comes over to Dallas's apartment, and she's like, you're already drinking? And she's like, "I." she's like, yeah, there's one more beer in the fridge. Do you want it? And she's like, yeah, I need to catch up. And Dallas says, you can't catch up. No one can ever catch me. It was so bad. Fuck off, bro. Catch me. Get over yourself. Shane McCutcheon's not even that entitled and gross and slimy. Get over yourself. Knock yeah. off Shane from Girl Trash wasn't even that fuck. Get over yourself. <laughs> Ew. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm so bad. Yeah. Gross. All right. You bring us back to, to the girl party. I think Nate is here. Nada! She said she was coming over because she was bored, so. Do you want to say hi to Nada? Yes, of course I do. Should we get her in on the podcast? Or? Will she do it? Maybe. Let's try it out. Hi, Nada! How are you doing? Good. I got go. Good. You look adorable, as usual. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I put on my donut hat. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right. Are mom and dad done talking? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, bring us back to the bar. The gay or the the straight girls, Jasmine and her friend, decide right. that her friend basically drags her into this lesbian bar. Yeah, and Jasmine, she's like, "Do you want a drink?" And she's like, "No, I'm good. I'm just gonna find the bathroom." I'm like, "Why are you going out if you don't want a drink?" And none of this would have happened if you weren't drinking in the first place. So I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. And like, 
don't go to the bathroom. That's where all the girls are. I know. She's like, no, I'm going to go straight to the source. I'm going to go right we, into the lion's we den. We all have small bladders, lady. Not just you. We're all in the bathroom. <laughs> and if we see somebody cute in the bathroom, we're all going to, we, if we see somebody cute in the bar, we're all going to go to the bathroom in the hopes of seeing them in there. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I know you're new here, but shoot. But the things, so she like runs into Dallas at the bathroom and their interaction just cringe. It gets me. Ugh. I can't. <laughs> I want you to say this line. Because I haven't written them. Dallas is literally like, come here often kind of thing. And yep. she's like, I don't come at all. And she, Dallas says, terrible news. Can I change that for you? I don't care how hot you are. If you use that as a pickup line to me with a straight face. But uh -uh. also, who would just be like, oh, I don't come at all. Like, that's not even normal sentence. No, nobody would ever say that. Nobody would ever say that. Like, that was They literally wanted to set her up. They wanted to set her up for a one. Why would you want to set her up for a pickup line? You've made her douchey enough already. Nobody uses pickup lines. But at the same time... And if they do, they shouldn't. If someone says that to her, how could she not say that back? If someone literally walks it up to her like, right. I don't come at all. <laughs> You'd be like, what else can I say? You're right. It was a setup. Because <laughs> it almost takes you a second. You're like, wait, are you wanting her to know that your husband or your fiancé doesn't get you off? Oh, no, you were making... You were saying you don't come around. Got it. Got it. Yeah, no, they fully, I mean, they planted that seed hard. And then but even gross. in their, and they like, she's like, oh, you're outside of my house. And they like find out that that's where they saw each other. And she's like, uh, oh, what'd she say? Oh, she was like, I'm curious. And I was like, oh, God, you shouldn't have said that to her. She that's just literally, she, what she's there for. But at the same time, like, she can play naive, but she's sprinkling mm -hmm. bait. She's fully sprinkling bait. And Dallas is just that big mouth bass waiting to take that fucking bait. <laughs> waiting. That's why I'm U-hauling. Uh, Jay's U-hauling with Rachel. U-hauling, what do you mean? My God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's uninvited to helping us podcast. Yeah, I'm not invited. Your lesbian points have been stripped. They're moving in very quickly. Okay, that's... I, I thought that's what it meant, but I was like, oh, no. Just go with your gut. <laughs> Are y'all really moving in together? It happened. We didn't even do it. Nada was, like, at my apartment, and then she just never left, so. Yeah, that's kind of... And her stuff was there. That's kind of what's... We're, we're still on that first date that never ended. <laughs> I'm not used to smiling this much. <laughs> it's nice. She's nice. She's nice. This is a new experience for me. True. We know. We notice. Right. They go. Somehow they end up outside together. Like, I think the girl's trying to leave, but then she, she says, like, I need some air. That's what it is. Classic. 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 AKA, I need to be alone with you. I need to be like outside where there's no other people. Yeah. And I need to be like, alone. Oh my God, with you me. followed me. 
didn't see that coming. <laughs> so they go outside for a smoke break on like a back fire escape or some right. shit. Like not an alleyway, not a patio like you would actually at a bar. It's like this weird fucking fire escape. This is where she finds out that this is where Dallas finds out that Jasmine's not only straight, as far as we know, but also, in fact, engaged to a man. Right. And she's like, my condolences or something like that. Yeah. And then she was like, now who's being rude? Because um, right. Dallas had said something rude earlier. Go figure. Do I have that backwards? Yeah. She, oh, well. Dallas she was like, don't be rude. We're not done talking. And then Jasmine was walking away. And then Dallas was like, oh, don't be rude. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Such like all of these things are like super douchey guy moves. Like, oh, and juvenile. You to just leave a conversation. That's rude. And juvenile. Very juvenile. Ugh. Um, but Dallas also lets her know that she was once once almost engaged. Yeah. Which she shows her douchey true colors again because she's when she's trying to be on the same level as this girl and say, mm-hmm. I was almost engaged, like I was in an, a serious relationship, she goes, I even Googled it, referring to engagement rings. And it's like, oh shut God, the fuck. You Googled it? Amazing. You Googled it. You were so serious. You even Googled engagement rings. Like, shut up. And she's like, I got my own apartment. So. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is the part that it starts to really bother me because Dallas gets like, super close to her and she clearly does not want her to she does the whole like lean in and like i'm kind of trapping you against the wall kind of thing this happens on multiple occasions and this happens throughout this entire movie where she either did not invite it or she clearly says like there was one line where she literally says like don't get any closer to me and she just keeps going and it really bothers me because it just shows like that persistence is fine because she actually wanted it and that's an issue that happens for male characters in movies there is even i watched an entire like thing about it on a very uh popular scene in scene in star wars with han solo and princess leia and it actually counts how many times that she says no or like she says something saying like you don't need to get any closer to me and Han Solo just keeps like leaning in and going for it and it's supposed to be like one of the most romantic scenes ever but it just like when male characters do that it just teaches young boys like okay it's okay to be no means yes and when they say no because they actually want it and they just don't want to say that they want it but now that was part of why lesbians the same thing and I was like fucking stop yeah don't teach this toxic bullshit but this is, an, I'm glad you brought it. I mean, we, there was no way we we're going to get through this movie without talking about that trend. But that this is another one of the reasons why I feel like this is a this movie is disappointing in the queer sense because of the toxicity, but also because again, I feel like this is just like this straight washed movie. Yeah. Like I said, when it gives you those like steamy romance move or romance book vibes, like I said no, but I really meant yes, and it's like no, she. She meant no a couple times. Yeah. Like she, she meant it. Like she straight straight up said, like, no, I'm with a man. I'm engaged. Like, no. But again, I they're just to me, like whatever character development they think they're doing, to me, they're just mm-hmm. building more of a case against why this person would be a good partner. <laughs> like yeah. no. And she says something. Jasmine asks her something about her 
relationship past or whatever. And her response, as if Dallas couldn't get worse, Dallas's response is, I, I have no emotional stamina for intimacy. Girl, turn around and run. I don't care <laughs> how much you're questioning your sexuality. This toxic motherfucker ain't it. <laughs> She's literally flat out telling you, I'm incapable of loving you, respecting you, or your boundaries. <laughs> Go away from this and take it. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> Go mind the red flags and run. That's bad. So. I don't think I can't think of anything else that happens at the bar that's like too noteworthy. She well they make out. <laughs> You're right. Because Dallas gets super close to her fucking face. Because she finally she but that's the her. thing. At first you think she's not gonna make that move. No, I totally thought she was gonna make that move because she was like so close to her face that she like knew the brand of mouthwash she used. <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of those scenes where she's like that douche that gets really, really close. And then it's like, I'm just going to be aloof and walk away. And then she just like licks her a little. She's just like, uh. Yeah. And <laughs> then like nibbles, nibbles the lip and then just like eats her face off. Oh, man, that cracked me up. Ooh. It was like that was her only that was the furthest she went to try and imply there was some sort of consent. It's like if I just like you, is this okay? Like a dog saying hello? Are you gonna <laughs> kiss me back? But now you're basically obligated. Yeah, but then she kissed her back, and then she ran away and was like, "Uh, I can't." Yeah, do this she runs anymore. away. She runs away with her friend, and don't her and Dallas engage one last time? And she's like, "I want to see you again," and she's like, "Pass," and she's yeah. like. I want to come to your place because she knows where she lives or whatever, which also makes it a little more. I don't creepy. know. She's just fucking creepy. And she's like, "Pass again." Like yeah. she's just like, "Nope, completely uninterested." And then she runs out with her friend, and her friend's like, "Why are you freaking out?" And she's like, "I should listen to my instincts." Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's also kind of frustrating because it's like, I mean, this girl did just kind of like force herself on you a little bit, so let's not yeah. completely tear down your instincts. But she did kiss her back, but yeah. she admits it to her friend. She flat out says. She kissed me. And I didn't think the friend had seen Dallas. So I don't know. But she says she kissed me. And she goes, what'd you do? And she's like, kissed her back. (laughs) Can't say she's not honest. And her friend's super open. She's like, did you, like, do you like her? And she's like, don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. You can't ask me that. (laughs) Like, what's the follow-up question here then? Like, did you like it? But then... Any guesses on what uh what old Dallas's next move is? She fucks the bartender. Of course she fucks the bartender. <laughs> of course she fucks the bartender. God, she sucks. And she So she fucks the bartender, even though the friend basically says, Don't, please don't. They wake up together. The bartender spends the night at Dallas's place. They wake up together, and Dallas is basically like I gotta go, like, to work. I gotta go. And she's like, can you, can we get coffee? No. Can you give me a ride? No, I gotta go. Here's some money. She, before she says that, she says, you'll run into my friend before you run into me. And she can, like, she can let you out. And it's like, you motherfucker. Like, not only do you not care that you fuck this person, but you're also like, yeah, you're going to run into my friend. Like, 
if if her friend sees this chick leaving the apartment like she's gonna know and just dallas could give two fucks less and when then that when that doesn't land well she's just like all right let me throw you some cash on this table and say get a cab well she's like you she wants the bartender to lock up the apartment when she leaves so she's like i'm leaving you my spare key you can give it to my friend because you'll see her first which is just as fucking shitty. And then she's like, can you give me a ride? And she says no, and then puts money on the table like she's a fucking hooker and says you right. can get a cab. <laughs> like, that wasn't... Like, oh, how chivalrous of you. You paid for her cab. My hero! No, she's literally saying, like, I just need you to get out. Which, like, I haven't... I can't speak from experience on a lot of sleepovers in my day, but it's not like I haven't talked to friends who are like, I need to, I need to like, I need to get them out. And they're not really, they're not really picking up my vibe. I've had that. I've had multiple friends have that conversation with me. You know what I mean? They were like, you know, I thought, I thought we understood that like in the morning you got to go. And then they just kind of don't get the, but like, that's not what this, that's not what this is. And that's not what the bartender thought it was. The bartender's not asking for much. She's, like, not yeah. asking to be her girlfriend. She's not asking for breakfast. She's just, like, okay, like, I'm trying to get out. I have shit to do, too, but, like, help me out here. I need a ride? Cool. Like, she's not being clingy. She's not have. there's no nothing. But Dallas just cannot fucking be bothered. Just, like, don't let the door hit you. And it's, like, you're the owner of your own business, so you could probably stand to be 10 minutes late. You could be late, but she's, it's fully an excuse. And... Safe to assume she's also just, she wants to see Jasmine. Yeah. The sooner she gets there, the sooner she has a chance at seeing Jasmine, who's, of course, going to leave early for work because she's a working gal. Right. Do you want to break? Yes. Okay, cool. Then I'll get a water refill and pee because my bladder is the size of a nickel. Well, if you managed to make it this far, the good news is there's more. If you like what you heard today, be sure to come back next week for more quality queer content. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lesbro underscore reels to keep up with episode updates and so much more. Until then, that's a wrap for us. Cheers, queers. We'll see you next Tuesday.